Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nadarim daf Peitas. We left off on daf Peiches and Beis. We got the Mishnah on daf Peiches and Beis. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, and Leila Nishmas, his mother, Golda Basimchala, Shalom also by Yal and Yosef Gurevich, in, appreci- in appreciation of the children's Rebbeim and Morot. Also for Rufur Shlema for Esther Bas Sarah by the Lightman family, and also for Shlema for our dear friend Shmar Ben Rezel Shana Miriam, Shavrufur Shlema. So the first thing we're going to discuss, the Mishnah is going to indicate to us that uh, the hafara of the Baal depends on whether he was the Baal at the time of the Amiras Haneder. That it's not dependent on whether he was the Baal at the time of the Chalos Haneder. Because sometimes those two things could be different. That a woman takes a Neder that uh, should be Chal 30 days later and she gets married in the interim. So does the, is he considered the Baal to be made for that Neder? Uh, because at the time she took the Neder, they were not yet married, or vice versa. They were married at the time she took the nether, and by the time the nether kicks in, they're no longer married. So the Mishnah is going to indicate that it's all Tali and this man, Amiras Haneder, not this man, Chalos Haneder. However, the Gemara is going to quote a Machlokas Tanaim on that very issue. Is it about Amiras Haneder, or is it dependent on Chalos Haneder? And the Gemara is going to try to see, is there a way to make our Mishnah fit, even with the Shita that holds, that it's Tali and this man, Chalos Haneder. Then the Gemara is going to to talk about the uh, our mission is going to conclude with the phrase zehaklal zehaklal so the gemara is going to discuss what is the zehaklal coming to teach me and not only once we're discussing what the zehaklal over here is coming to teach me it's also going to discuss what the zehaklal in the mission daf ayin aleph is coming to teach me then the mission on the bottom of amid aleph going over to amid Bays discusses nine different cases that a father is not a able to be made for a nether, and therefore the woman is stuck with the nether, because the father can't do anything about it. And there's no chiddish in that entire Mishnah that Rishonim point out. It's just giving a list of, uh, but, but it's things that we should have realized on our own already. It's just uh, just a list. Then the uh, next Mishnah, on Ahmed Beis, is going to talk about whether a husband can be made for before the Tanai that triggers the Chalos HaNeder is fulfilled. Meaning a woman takes a nether that is, uh, that the nether should be, should be, should, should begin when a certain Tanai is fulfilled. Can he be Mefer before the Tanai is even fulfilled, meaning before the Neder is even triggered in the first place, before the Neder is even going to be Chal. So can he be Mefer preemptively uh, prior to the fulfillment of that Tanai? And the Daf is going to end with a story that relates to, uh, to that discussion. So let's begin with the Mishnah on Daf Peiches Amir So we said that the husband cannot be made for Nadarim that the wife took before the Nisuin, before they ever got married. So uh, says the Mishnah, it says in the Torah, V'nedra almana ugrusha, yakum aleha, it's not the whole passage, because nedra almana ugrusha, kalashar asral nafsha, yakum aleha, that an almana or a grusha takes a neder, so that neder she's stuck with, she doesn't have a father, she do, uh, who can still be made for, she doesn't have a husband, so certainly that neder there is something that's Yakum Aleha. And it seems obvious though, because who, who would be made for that nether? It's, it, it's there. There's no one to be made for it. So the Mishnah says it must be that it's telling me some sort of chiddish. This is the way the Ran learns that the Ran learns that there's an implied question in the Mishnah. What's the Pasuk teaching me that uh, of course it's Yakum Aleha. The, the Ritva says it's not really an implied question. The Tan is just using this as meaning it's just uh, it's not really asking a kasha in the Pasuk and explaining a Pasuk. 
pasuk. It's just telling us halacha using words of a pasuk to describe the halacha. But either either way, ketzad. So the Mishnah says, how does it work out? Amra, meaning what would the chiddush be? Amra, a woman says while she's an almano or a grusha, hareni nazira la'achar shloshim yom. That I want to be a nazira starting thirty days from now. And then she gets married within those 30 days, between the time that she was Makabal the Neder and the time when the Neder is supposed to be Chal. So uh, the, the new husband is a He's not able to be made for that Neder because the time of the Kabbalah Saneder, of the Amira Saneder, that's the Koveya as far as Hafara is concerned. And at the time of the Kabbalah Saneder, she was not yet married to the second, second husband. So he's not able to be made for the Nedarim that preceded his uh, his his uh, his nisuin, that preceded his marriage, and similarly, if you have in the reverse direction, nadra vihibur shosabal, a woman took a nether while she was still married. Then meferla, the husband is able to be mefer even the nedarim that are only going to be chal after she's no longer married to him. Ketzad, what would be an example of that? Amra A woman, a married woman says, I am here by meaning Makabal that I'm going to start a Nazirus in 30 days from now. Even though the marriage ends in those intervening 30 days, whether it be whether the husband dies or, or they get divorced within those 30 days, that nether can be Mufar by that husband because at the time that she took the nether, she was Tachas Rishuso. She was... Uh, she was in his. Uh, in, in, she was married to him, and since she was married to him, she was under his nedarim jurisdiction. So he was able to be made for that nedar. Tzfarisiyon points out that you do have a little bit of a change in the lashon of the description of the hafara over here. That in the first situation, the, we said eno yachal lahafer. Right, and over here, without the word "la," whereas over here it says "mefer la," that it can be made for a term. Meaning, the first case where she took the nether before they were married, and then the chalosa nether was after they married. We said "enu yachalahafer." Over here, where she took the nether while they're married, and then the chalosa nether is after they're married. We said "mefer la." So he explains that in the the second case, the nether is going to be chal only after she's yatsamir uh, so after they're no longer married. So who benefits from that hafara? It has no impact on the guy's life. They're divorced already by the time the neder would be chal. So it's mefer la, that the hafara is only targeted toward her, because she's the only one that, that it makes any impact on, that it really benefits to be made for the neder. So it's just like a kind thing for a guy to do for his ex-wife to, uh, to get rid of the neder. It's gonna, not going to have any impact on him anyway. Whereas in the Reisha, the Mishnah, the neder may actually impact his life with her, because, uh, because they're, uh, they're, they're, they're married going forward. So then the uh, Mishnah uh, discusses a situation where, where he's not able to be made for it, even though um, the, they're married both at the time of the Amira Saneder and the Chalos Saneder. Nodra Bobayom. Let's say a woman takes a Neder on the day that they got married. Then Viniskarsha Bobayom. And then they got divorced. Love on the day they got married. But they're married. They start the day off married. And she takes a Neder. She wakes up, you know, 7 a.m. They're married. She takes a Neder. And then at 10 a.m., they get divorced. And then hichzir bavayom at uh, one p.m. they get remarried again. They uh, they thought it over. Not a good idea. The divorce was not a good. Idea. They get remarried again. So now the, the the same wife that he was married to, who took the neder this morning, he's married to now in the afternoon. So is he able to be made for the neder? 
Ainu Yachalafer. He's not able to be made for the nether because, yes, it's the same wife that he was married to at 7 a.m. He's married to now at 2 p.m., but it's a different marriage. He was, it was a different Nisuin. He had since gotten divorced and remarried, so since it's a different marriage, he's not able to be made for from a marriage that was a prior marriage, even though it was a prior marriage to him. Zaklal, the rule is, if she had a moment where she was where she was on her own for even a short amount of time, even though afterwards she came back, he's not able to be made for the nether that she took before they uh, they got married a uh, a second time. So that is the uh, the Mishnah. So now the Gemara quotes Tanoim whether we follow the Shas Amira Saneder or the Shas Chalos Haneder. So Tanya Almana Ugrusha. If you have an Almana or a grusha. Who says, I will become a Nazira after I get married. Then Venises, then she uh, she gets married. So now her Nazirus is supposed to be Chal. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Yafer. Rabbi Shmuel Omer says, Rabbi Shmuel says that if the husband, the new husband, wants to be made for the neder, he's able to be made for that neder, even though he was not married to her at the time that she took the neder. But since he's married to her at the time that the neder is going to uh, kick in at the time that the nether is going to be chal, he's able to be made for that nether because the zman chalos haneder is the koveya, not the zman amiras haneder. Rabbi Akiva Omer lo yafer. Rabbi Akiva says no. The husband is not able to be made for the nether because the koveya is the time of the amiras haneder, the kabbalas haneder, not the chalos haneder. And she was not yet married to him at the time of the amiras haneder, at the time that she had uh, initially said the nether. So uh, the Ran points out on the, back on uh, Daf Pei Gimel that there's a machlokas between the Babli and the Yushalmi, what the Nukudas HaMachlokas is between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva. Meaning, why would they argue about this? What exactly is the, uh, the point of dispute? So the Babli we're going to see in our sugya explains that the whole machlokas is how to read Psukim. It's all in drushes of Psukim. That somehow the Torah indicates to us whether the Amira Sanedr or the Chalos Sanedr is what uh, determines the ability to be mefer, and it's just an argument about how to touch up the psukim. Whereas Yerushalmi says, no, it's purely a matter of svara, that according to Rabbi Shmuel, the ikra of a nether is the time where it's chal, and according to Rabbi Kiva, the ikra of the nether is the time that one is mekabel the nether. So it's not a matter of uh, psukim, it's a matter of svara. Okay, be that as it may, this is the machlokas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. Now, a strange spot for this, but now right in the middle of describing the Machlokas, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, we, what, the, what we're essentially doing is we're going to give two cases where Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva disagree. One case we just gave, that uh, she said the neder while she was not yet married, and then the neder was chal after she's married. Now you can have another case where she says the neder while she's married, and it's going to be chal after she's no longer married anymore. But right in between those two cases, the Gemara just tells us, by the way, yalali, that the simon of uh, remembering who says what, and uh, you know what the shita is in these two uh, machlokos is yalali, meaning it's a rashi tevus of yafer lo yafer lo yafer yafer. That if she says hareini nazira lekshenase, according to Rabbi Shmuel yafer, according to Rabbi Kiva lo yafer. If an ish says hareini nazira lekshes which we're about to to discuss, that's the second case. According to Rabbi Shmuel lo yafer, and according to Rabbi Kiva yafer. So the achron point out it doesn't really seem like the greatest simon in the whole world because if you 
forget whose shita to put first, then the whole simon is ruined. The whole simon is going to be backwards, right? If you don't realize that uh, you know if you, if, that, that Rabbi Shmuel comes before Rabbi Akiva, if you put Rabbi Akiva before Rabbi Shmuel, then you ruin the whole simon. But maybe this is a raya. One of the Achron points out the Kesef Mishnah discusses in the 18th paragraph of Hilchos Kalim whether Rabbi Shmuel is Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe. So if Rabbi Shmuel is Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe, then you're never going to forget who to put first. Of course, you put the Rebbe before the Talmud. So then the simon serves as a uh, as a better simon. Shidugvetsa says that the entire simon is only Shitas Rabbi Yishmael, that the ratio the Yud comes before the Lamid, meaning Yafer li Rabbi Yishmael, and the Seif of the Lamid is before the Yud, meaning li Rabbi Yishmael uh, lo Yafer. That uh, according to Rabbi Yishmael, that, uh, that, that that you're not uh, you're not you're not Yafer. So that's uh, but that's a little bit of a difficult simon also. So anyway, so the Gemara brings the second case where they have a machlokas. Eishes is Sha'amra Hareni Nazira Likisha Eskarish. You have a married woman who says, I am being makabal Naziris, but it should the Nazir should only be triggered after I get divorced, when I'm no longer married. Vinizkarsha, and then they get divorced. So now the nether should be chal. Rabbi Shwalomar Lo Yafer, that the husband's hafara, now obviously the hafara has to be Biyom Shamau, but meaning what the, the case over here is she they were they were they were they were married. She takes the nether that when on the day they get divorced, as soon as she gets divorced, she wants to become a Nazira. And right then, right then, before there's ever a divorce in the picture, the day she takes the nether, he's made for the nether. The nether wasn't even triggered yet, it wasn't even chal yet. But does that hafara work now? Now she gets divorced, do we assume that she still has that nether hovering over her, or do we assume that the hafara's habal worked? So Rabbi Shmuel says, lo yafer. The, whatever hafara the baal did, biyom shamo, is ineffective. It's not going to work, uh, uh, and the nether is going to be kayam. Because uh, according to Rabbi Shmuel, we follow the shas chalos nether, And at the shas chalos nether, she wasn't married to him anymore. So he doesn't have the authority to be made for a nether. It's only going to kick in after they're no longer married. Rabbi Kiva Omer Yafer. Rabbi Kiva says, no, the hafara that he did before the gerishin does work, and the nether is mufar, because he holds, we follow the shas, Amira Saneder, and at the Shas Amira Saneder, they were married, so he was fully authorized to be made for such a neder. So now each Tana is going to explain what their Shita is based on, whether we follow the time of the Amira Saneder or the time of the Chalo Saneder. And as we said, the Bavli is going to understand that it's all based on Psukim. So I'm Rabbi Shmael Hare, you have a case of an Almana or a Grusha that takes a neder and then gets married. Who Omer, Hare Omer, the Pasuk says, Almana Ugrusha, and it goes on to say, Yakum Aleha. So when the Torah says neder, it means the Chalos Haneder. And it says, When is the Chalos Haneder going to become? That's going to be, that, that, meaning, when, the, the Pasuk is saying, When is uh, the, 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 the Hakama of this Chalos, and where there's not going to be Hafara? that the chalos haneder has to be at a time of almanus gerishin in order for it to not be subject to hafara. That it's only if the chalos happens when she's not married, when she's totally in her own rishos. But if the chalos happens when she is married, then it is subject to uh, Tahafara. Meaning even though the Amiras Haneder may have happened when she's not married, I don't care about the Amiras Haneder. What I'm looking at is the Chalos Haneder. If the Chalos Haneder happens when she's married, it's subject to Tahafara. If the Chalos Haneder happens when she's not married, so it's not subject to Tahafara, and therefore you see that the Iker is the Chalos. 
the uh, the Sofer points out that without any drasha, it's mistaver like Rabbi Shmuel anyway. That you'd follow the chalos haneder when it comes to the afara, because uh, what does it matter that the, to the husband that the about the amiras haneder without a chalos? The whole hakpada is about the chalos haneder. I mean, I don't care. She can say whatever she wants as long as it doesn't mean anything. It only means something at a chalos at the time of the chalos. So some Sofer points out luchar Rabbi Shmuel doesn't even really need a pasuk, meaning just the misvara he would have made sense anyway that everything should depend on the chalos. But since Rabbi Akiva is going to have a pasuk that uh, indicates that it's the Tali on the Amira, so Rabbi Shmuel needs a pasuk to counter that and to say, no, there's another way to touch up the psukim where it really is dependent on the chalos as would have been mistaver anyway. So now Rabbi Akiva rejects Rabbi Shmuel's diuk from the pasuk and he proves from the pasuk that no, it's Tali on the Amira. For Rabbi Akiva, so Rabbi Akiva says this, Hemshech of that pasuk, Hareyu Omer, it says, so what's Asra al-Nafsha? That means Kabbalah Se'isr. That's the Amira. Asra al-Nafsha is when she says the words that I'm going to be in a zero or I'm going to ask this on me or that on me. And it says, so we see from the Pazagachi, the Kabbalah Se'isr, the Kabbalah Se'isr, is uh, if it's done when she's not married, she's stuck with that Neder. But if she does the Kabbalah Se'isr when she's married, so then the husband has the ability to be made for. So you see, it all depends on the Shas Amiras Haneder. So I'm Rav Chista Masnisin Rabbi Akivahi. Okay, fine. We have this Machlokas Tanaim, but our Mishnah took a clear stance on this. Our Mishnah said that an Almanu or Grusha who says, and then she gets married within that time, that the husband cannot be made for the Neder because only the Chalos Haneder uh, happened after they were married. The Amiras Haneder was before they were married. That's Rabbi Akiva that it all depends on the Amira and that it does not depend on the Chalos. So it seems pretty clear-cut that our Mishnah assumes like one of these Shitos in Tanoim and not the other. So Abayis is not necessarily. There is a way to reconcile Rabbi Yishmael with our Mishnah. Um, Abayi Omar, so Abayi says, not necessarily that our Mishnah does not follow Rabbi Shmuel. Afilu Tema Rabbi Shmuel. Our Mishnah might even be following Shitas Rabbi Shmuel that we look at the Shas, Chalos HaNeder. But there's a difference between the case of our Mishnah and the case of the Brisa. Meaning, what was the case in our Mishnah? The case in our Mishnah was, she took a Neder that Hareini Nezira La'achar Shloshim. She put a, a number of days to the Neder. The Brisa is a little bit different. Almano Grusha Shamar Reni Nazira, Likisha Enose, Likisha Eskarish. When am I going to get married? When am I going to get divorced? I have no idea. It could be tomorrow, it could be in 10 years from now. But she made it uh, dependent on an event rather than on a number of days. And that might make all the difference. That since in our Mishnah it's about a number of days, Masnisin Talia Nafsha Biyome, she was Makabal that the Chalos Haneder will come at a certain number of days. So it could be that the 30 days will pass and she will not be divorced, so that she'll still be married to the guy. And if an Alman or Grusha says, it could be that she'll still be, um, she'll still be not married uh, at the end of 30 days. Meaning, if she wasn't married when she took the Nether, I don't know for sure that within 30 days, at the time of the Amir Sinead, there was no predicting that her status was necessarily going to change in the, uh, in the, in the, in the time in between. So, since uh, it could be that between the time of the Nether and the time of the Chalos, nothing's going to change and she'll be in the same matzav, maybe. 
maybe even Rabbi Shmuel would be modem, then you look at the Amira Sanedar. Because if there's nothing guaranteeing that the Chalos is going to be any different than the Amira, then you look at the Zman Amira Sanedar. But Brysa, Talyanaf Shabin Yisuin, but in the Brysa, she made it, the way she formulated it was that the Chalos can only be if her status changes. So the Chalos is only if I get divorced, if I get, when I get divorced, when I get married. So we know that the Chalos is only going to be after a status change. So then I look at the Chalos because I know for sure that the Amira and the Chalos are in two different statuses. So if the Amira and the Chalos are when she's in two different statuses, so then you look at the Chalos and not the Amira. So it could be that our Mishnah even follows uh, Rabbi Yishmael and it's just because of the, the, uh, the formulation in the Mishnah is about a number of days and with a number of days there's no guarantee that there's going to be a status change. Maybe even Rabbi Yishmael would agree we look at this man Amira Sanader. So now the, uh, the, the Gemara discusses the last line in the Mishnah. So in the last line in the Mishnah we said Zaklal. Right, that a, a, a married woman took a nether and she got divorced from her husband and then she remarried him that very same day. He's not able to be made for the nether because it was a nether from a previous marriage to him on that day. But yeah, but it's still a previous marriage. So the Mishnah concludes with the Zaklal. That as long as after the time of the nether she was in her own rishos for one moment, so then you're not able to be made for the nether. You have a similar uh, uh, line at the end, at the end of a Mishnah when it talks about a narahamurasa that took a neder after the erisin and then they got divorced and then they had erisin again so by narahamurasa it's a via ubaila it's not just the husband that has the right stuff so it's really the same case it's just instead of just about baila by narahamurasa it's a via ubaila so she had erisin then she got divorced then she had erisin again so a via ubaila ha'achron and the Mishnah says za'aklal that if she didn't go out to Rishos Atzma for a single moment, so uh, then Avia and, and, and Baila Hasheni are able to be made for the Nidarim. So the Gemara says, what is the Zaklal in each of these Mishnayos coming to teach me? So Zaklal de Katani Gabinarum Rasa, the Zaklal that we had when it came to Naram Rasa, that Kolshal Yatzal Rishos Atzma Shahachas, Avia Baila Achrum the Asuye comes to include a case where she left Beis Avia. She went with Shluchei Abal to the husband's house in order to marry him, in order to have Nisuin. But im the father didn't let her go yet. He's still walking her down the aisle, so to speak. I Meaning he hasn't uh, he hasn't handed her off yet. The shluchei abal have come to uh, to receive her, and the father says, ah, "I'm going to keep walking. I'm, I'm staying with my daughter till uh, till the last minute." So he's walking along with the shluchei abal. Or maybe it's not the father himself, but the father sends Shluchim to walk his daughter toward the husband's house, or to travel his daughter toward the husband's house. The husband sends Shluchim to go greet her, and the Shluchayav continue to travel with them. That since they, they, haven't, um, they haven't let go of her yet, therefore, it's, she's still in the Rishos Avia It's not considered that she has Nisuin yet, where it's only the Baal. So that's what it's telling me, that as long as the father 
hasn't let go yet, so then it's aviyah ubailam mefirin nidarad. That's the chiddush of that mishnah. Zaklal dektani gabi be'elu nidarim. What about our zaklal in our mishnah, where they were married in the morning, she took a nether, then they got divorced uh, later in that day, and then they got remarried later that day. So he said, no, she went out with Rosh Hashanah for a single moment, so he's not able to be made for the nidarim. Uh, so what, what's it coming to teach me? La suye to include a case of masara av l'shluche abal that the father already handed her off to the shluche abal oshemasru shluche av l'shluche abal or maybe it wasn't the father himself maybe it was his shluchim who handed her off to the shluche abal and through that mesira she has left the rishos of the av and therefore the father is not able to have any say in her nedarim anymore whereas the husband can't be made for because uh, the uh, the shein abal made for bekodman because these nedarim preceded the nisuin so even though he's the the, the one who has the sole rights over the nedarim uh, these nedarim precede the nisuin so the chiddush of the mishnah is that the mesira is mamish like nisuin that she that's when she leaves the rishos ha'av entirely and he can't be made for a nedarim at all and uh, similarly since she has a din of a nisua the husband is not able to be made for the nedarim that preceded the nisuin that's why the ran explains is the entire chiddush that mesira of the av to the shluchei abal or of the shluchei av to the shluchei abal that is nisuin now a number of the achronim including the Beis Yosef in Yeridea are medayik from the Ran that dafka nedarim that preceded the Mesira the husband is not able to be made for but nedarim that she took after the Mesira yeah then the husband can be made for because she has a din of a nesua so as long as his shluchim have already picked her up so then and, and then she takes a nether so then that's totally in the rishos of the husband that's how the Beis Yosef is medayik however the Beis Meir in Ebenezer Simon and Zion writes that what the Ran means to say is that she's considered a Nesua as far as that she left the father's Rishos. But she's not yet really a Nesua in that she's Bershos Baila. She is now Bershos Atzma. That even though it's after Nisuin, the, the, the husband is not able to be made for Nedarim, that uh, when she was in Arusa, after she was Nimsara Lishluchim, because the Baal can't be made for Bekodman. And that's how it's Mazugan Lashon, called Shiyotzl Rishos Atzma Sha'achas. Meaning from the time of the Mresira, she's considered Bershos Atzma. She's not considered Bershos Avia nor Bershos Baila. And therefore, any is even going on the Baal. That's a Chiddush, that this is like a quasi-Nisuin. It's a, a Nisuin does two things. It takes her out of base Avia and it puts her in uh, base, base Baila. So this has taken, when, when, when she was been given over to the Shluchei Baal, it's taken her out of base Avia, but not yet quite in base Baila. So that's a major discussion. But Pashtus is certainly not like that. Pashtus is Nisuin and it's full Nisuin and the husband has the rights to be made for any Nidarim henceforth. Now, Mishnah on the bottom of the page. We had said that in Naram Rasa, the, uh, the, the way to be made for a nether of Naram Rasa is a tag team of Avia Ubaila. They're made for the nether together. But there are three ways that uh, the father loses the rights in being made for the nether uh, of his daughter. Number one, if she's Bagra, she becomes a Bulgaris. Number two, if the father dies. Number three, if she's what's called the Yusoma Bechaye Ha'av. Uh, her father married her off and she left his Roshos and then she became an Almana or a Grusha, but she already had full Nisun, so she doesn't go back into the Roshos 
of the of the father. So the Mishnah is going to just detail nine specific cases where those three things happen. Meaning there are nine different permutations of how those three things could happen where the husband, where the father rather, is not going to have the rights of a Faris and Dharm. So Tesha Nairos Nidraim Kayamin. There are nine Nairos where there's no way to be made for the Nidharm, so the Nether is going to be Kayam. The word narrow over here seems imprecise because uh, we're going to see some of these uh, cases are about a Bogeres, right? That's one of the three situations is that she's a Bogeres. So the Rambam in the Pirisham Shnayis says that uh, they're all called Narus because they were all Niskadshub in Arusan, even though some of them now have become Bogeres. So we refer to all of them Narus. The Rush says that the word Narus, Lavdafka, it's one of those words that based on context sometimes means just a young girl. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean a Halachic Nara. She could be 14 years old and we just say, you know, a young lady in a Nara. So it doesn't uh, necessarily mean the Halachic uh, Nara, whatever it is, but Teshin Narus and so case number one, a woman takes a neder when she is already a bogeres, vihi yasoma, and she's also yasoma b'chayavia, meaning she was also uh, had nisuin and then became uh, an almana or a grusha. So the nisuin took her out of the rishus ha'av, uh, even the uh, nisuin takes a katana out of rishus ha'av even, um, so the nisuin took her out of the rishus ha'av, so the father doesn't have the right to be made for her nadarm right now uh, because of her bagrus and because of uh, she's a yasoma Second case, she was a Nara at the time that she took the neder. Now she became a Bogeres after the neder. And she's also Yisoma B'chayayav. So uh, if someone gets married and then becomes an Almana or a Grusha, uh, so the father loses the rights to any uh, Nedarim. Uh, she leaves his Roshos. He, can, he cannot be made for. And also, she has two things going against her. Also, the Bagrus takes her uh, outside out of the Roshos And the Asmus takes her out of the Roshos Third case, Nara Shalobagra Vihiyasoma. That a Nara that did not become a Bagar, she's still a Nara, but she's a Yasoma Bechayeav. Meaning she had Nisuin while she was a Nara, and then she became an Almana or Grusha uh, while she's still a Nara. So the father cannot be uh, made for her Nadarim because she's a Yasoma Bechayeav. Fourth case, Bogeres. She took a nether at the time that she was already a Bogeres, Umesavia. And uh, the father had died before the nether. So you have two reasons that there can't be Afara. There's the Bagrus and there's the Misasav. A fifth situation, Nara Bogeres, Umesavia. If she took a nether when she was a Nara, then she became a Bogeres and the father died. Uh, and, uh, and, and then we hear that she took a nether. So also because of the Bagrus and the Misasav, there, there, there's no Afara for the nether. Sixth case, Nara Shalobagra. She was a Nara and she did not become a Bogeres. Ume Savia. But the father died while she was still a Nara. So there's no Afar for her simply because the father's dead. Seventh case, Nara Shame Savia. A Nara whose father died. Umi Shame Savia Bagra. And then after the father died, she also became a Bogeres. So the Nether is not going to have a Afara because Me Savia and because Bogeres. And then eighth case, Bogeres of Vaviakayim. A Bogeres who took a Nether and her father's still alive. He can't be made for the Nether because she's already a Bogeres. She's no longer in his Roshos. So, uh, so that's the eighth case. Ninth case, Nara Bogeres Vaviakayim. She took a Nether while she was a Nara. Then she became a Bogeres. And the father's still alive, but he can't be made for the dead because she has become a bogeres, and therefore she's Yotze, Mirushul Savia. So all of these cases, the Nedar is Kayam, and he's not able to be made for the Nedar.
neder, either because she got married before she took the neder and she was already Yatsumir Shuso on account of that, she already had an Yisuin, or because the father's dead, or because she became a Bulgaris. So there's no Chiddush. I mean, we just uh, have different permutations of when she has three strikes against her, two strikes against her, one strike against her, but any one of these reasons is good enough. If she, if she becomes a Bulgaris, that's a good enough reason. If the father's dead, that's a good enough reason. If she ever had Yisuin, it's a good enough reason to take, uh, take her out of the father's, uh, the father's control as far as Nadarim is concerned. So Rabbi Yehuda just adds another case that a father can't be made for Nidre Bito. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Av Hamesi Bito Akatana, Vinis Almana Onis Garsha, Vichasa Etzlo Adayininara. That uh, you have a case where someone marries off his Bito Akatana, she becomes an Almana or a Grusha, and then she goes back to live with her father, and she's still a Nara, he cannot be made for Nadarim because she already had Nisuin. And since she had Nisuin, she was Yatsumir Shuso, so he cannot be married. So there's nothing much for the Gemara to say over here because, you know, all, there was no Chiddush over here. All these. So I'm Rav Yudam Rav, Zodiv Rav Yudah. This formulation where we say that there are Teisha Naros, so we give nine cases, is the way Rav Yehuda liked to formulate it. Aval Chachamim Omrim, Shalosh Naros, Nidrein Kayamin. The Chacham used to formulate it differently and much more simply that there are three Naros that, uh, that the father cannot be made for the Nadarim. Bogeres, Yisoma, Yisoma Bechayav. If, she, if she's a Bogeres, so she's too old for the father to be made for the Nadarim, or she's Yisoma, so the father's dead, so he can't be made for the Nadarim, or she's Yisoma Bechayav, which means she already had Nisuin, so the father can't be made for the Nadarim. And that covers everything, so there's no need to formulate nine different cases. It's three situations, and that's it. So that's how the, uh, the, the, uh, the it, meaning it's not a machlokas over here in terms of halacha. Everyone agrees that all the nine halachas in the Mishnah are true, it's just a matter of how you formulate. Do you like to call it nine cases or you like to call it three cases? So now the next mission discusses a new actual halacha. So we're going to talk about cases where a woman makes her neder taloy and the tanai, and the tanai has not yet been fulfilled, meaning there's a tanai that triggers the neder. And I'm taking a neder, I'm not going to get an if such and such happens. And such and such hasn't happened yet. Can the husband be made for the neder before the neder's been triggered, before the neder has been chal? So, konum sheni nana la'aba ulavicha, im osa ani alpicha. A woman says to her husband, I'm taking a neder that, uh, that I'm, I'm not going to get hana'a from my father or from your father if I give any hana'a to you. Meaning she takes another al-tanai. That if she is mahana her husband, then that's going to trigger an iser for her to get hana'a from her father or from her father-in-law. Or she says, she'eni nanis l'cha, she makes it tonight that if she is Mahana, her father or her father-in-law, that's going to trigger an Isr Hana'ah from her husband. So in both of those cases, the husband could be made for the neder. So our Mishnah assumes like the Sheet of the Chab, that a husband could be made for Nidra Yishto even before they're actually Chal B'Poel, even before they actually uh, take effect. And since these Nidarim, when the Tanai is fulfilled and they'll be Chal, is going to be, they're going to be Nidarim of Inu Nefesh or Nidarim of Dvarm Shebein Oleveina, so they're the type of neder that he's able to be made for. So therefore he's able to be made for even though they haven't been Chal yet because they're destined to be Chal and become a neder that is Dvarm Shebein Oleveina or a neder of Inu Nefesh. Now the Gemara brings a Brisa. We have a Machlokas between Rabbi Nassim and Rabbanon in two different situations where a woman is tola her neder on a tanai, and the tanai is not yet fulfilled, and therefore the neder has not yet been chal. Can the husband be made for right now? So Tanya, we have a brisa, a woman who says to her husband, she'eni nanis la'abu 
Im ani osel lepicha. That I'm taking a nether that I'm not going to be nana from my father or from your father if I am mahana you. And the nether is not yechal. The the iser uh, the, 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 the to be nana from her father from her father-in-law is not chal until until the tanai is mekuyam. So Rabbi Nosson Omer lo yafer. Rabbi Nosson says no no the husband cannot be made for such a nether because there's no nether yet. Nether is only chal when the tanai is fulfilled. Tanai hasn't been fulfilled. There is no nether. The chamomrim yafer and the chamom say yes he. Can can be mefer because you could be mefer even before the chalos actually happens when you know that it's uh, it's, it's it's going to happen. Second case where you have machlokes Rabbi Nosson and the Rabbanon is a woman who says to her husband, "Netula animi Yehudim, I am asking the hanas tashmish of all Jewish people on me." If I have Tashmish with you, with my husband. So then the Isser to get Hanar from the Tashmish of every Jew uh, is going to be triggered, including the husband. So, so when she has Tashmish with her husband, that's going to trigger an Isser Hanar's Tashmish from everybody, including the husband. So that until they actually have Tashmish, he can't be made for the neder because calls man that she doesn't have tashmish. There is no neder, so there's nothing to be made for. The yafer and the chum say that uh, the husband can be made for nidr yishto even before they're actually chal, even before the neder is actually actively uh, actively chal. Uh, why exactly it has to be? We have to be told two different cases. The Ran discusses meaning lechor. It's the same idea. It's machlokes Rabbi Yosef and the chum. Can you be made for the neder before the neder is actually chal before the tanai is fulfilled? So uh, in the first situation where she took a neder not to be nana me avio umechameha, if she's mahana the husband, there's a chiddush according to the chamin that even though she was uh, she was noder uh, about an inu nefesh situation where she's not able to get hana me avio there's an inu nefesh in that. Uh, whereas the tnai is a davar shabein olaveina that if she's not mahana the husband, so that's not inu nefesh. That so the husband is able to be made for mishum davar shabein olaveina. But nevertheless, even in such a case where the nether and the tanai are not equal, you don't have to wait until the nether is chal bepoel, the husband can be made for right away. In the second case, where they argue about netula animenayudim ima sham sheikh, if I have tashmish with you, then I'll be also to everybody, the chiddush is within Rabbi Nassim, because in that case, both the tanai and the nether are both in the category of dvarm shabbin alvena. So there's room to say that in such a case, even Rabbi Nassim may be moda, that we should view it as if the nether is already chal, and that's why it has to tell me that no, even according to, that, that even in that case, Rabbi Shmuel would say that the nether is not going to be chal. So now the Gemara brings a Misa where they were choshish for the sheet of Rabbi Nassan that you can't be the be matted nether till it's chal, that you need to wait for the nether to be chal. Here's the Misa. Hahu gavr, there was a guy. He asked with the nether all hanoa from anybody on himself. If he's going to get married before he learns Torah, big discussion we showed him how much Torah. What do you mean learn Torah? Learn all of Torah, all of Shas? What is it? Oh, whatever. There's some body of Torah that he has to learn before he gets married, and he's not going to get as a nedrana if he gets married. But that nedrana is only going to be triggered if he gets married too young. If he gets married before he's learned uh, Torah, and then right begapa v'tavlai v'lo he was too busy trying to earn a living. He was not able. He tried and tried and tried, and he couldn't learn. He wasn't uh, successful in learning Torah. So now. 
out. He can't get married because if he gets married, he knows that there's going to be another hana on him. But uh, so, so what does he do? So since uh, there was no takana, there's nothing he could do. He can't be matter in that doesn't exist. So there's nothing to be matter yet. But the nether, he doesn't want to get married because that's going to trigger the nether. So Asaravacha Baravuna Vishabshe. Ravacha Baruna came and, 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 and fooled him and he said, Don't worry, you can you can get married, uh, the, there's not going to be any Yisrana. So he said, Really? Okay, so he went and he found himself a Shidduch and he got married. The Sharketina, Ravacha put some uh, some mud on his uh, begadim in order to show that he's uh, that he, that that uh, uh, he's going to need help to clean his uh, clothing. He's going to need to bring his clothing to a dry cleaners, so he's going to have to get hanoa from somebody. So he better be matir his neder. and they went to Ravchista to be matir the neder. So Amarava man chakim lemev kiyamilsa ilav the Ravacha baravuna degaverabahu. That wow, how uh, smart it was of Ravacha. There's such a Gavarabba to make him get married so that you could trigger the nether, so that we could be matter the nether. That just like they argue about Hafaras uh, nether, the same Achlokas of Greece applies when it comes to Hataras Nedarim. So we had to make sure the nether was Schal in order to be matter the nether. So he fooled him into making the nether Bichal. Okay, Bezrem, tomorrow we'll pick up from there on Daft Sadi Amr Aleph. Have a great day, everyone.